Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code Radio20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival. We are now joined by Sergei Marchenko, who is the Ukrainian finance minister who joins us from Kyiv uh, today. Sir, thank you so much for joining us uh, on Bloomberg. And I know it's, it's a very busy few days for you. There's a lot at stake uh, for Ukraine in the next few days. But I want to ask you, before we get into maybe NATO, the economy and the investment case uh, for Ukraine, I know that you've said we need private money, we need investors to put money in our country. But one of the questions that you know very well always comes up is the idea of corruption. What measures have you taken, but also which measures will you take? Thank you very much, Maria. It's a, a pleasure to talk to you again. Uh, of course, we try to mitigate all possible risk of corruption within our country. It's our choice, and I, we did all necessary steps to prove that we are capable. We can provide necessary reforms agenda in Ukraine. We are capable to increase our capacity to combat corruptions in any cases. That's why it's our choice and we will prevail and to show all civilized wars that Ukraine is well moving in the right direction. And, and sir, uh, let's just say you're, you're an international investor and I was at the reconstruction conference in London and I saw appetite for some who said, okay, it's a very high risk investment, but there could be high risk reward. And obviously it's also a call of faith if you believe uh, Ukraine can win. But what is the investment case that you make for capital and, and, and foreign money that may be interested in your country? Of course, uh, first and foremost, important thing we should uh, provide uh, and implement necessary reforms to to prove that Ukraine are capable to protect investment in Ukraine, that Ukraine is worth investing. But uh, again and again, I want to reiterate that without international support, without war risk insurance incentive, we will uh, not attract as much investment as we need for reconstruction. That's why we uh, very welcome the incentive from United Kingdom, from other donors, from World Bank, to, to create uh, special facilities, uh, war risk insurance frameworks, which help Ukraine to boost investment, which help Ukraine to protect investment in Ukraine. We need investment right now. We don't need to wait until war ends because uh, otherwise we will not receive additional boost for this victory. And you want to maintain your economy going, of course. And you mentioned the insurance, the wartime insurance, perhaps for companies that obviously when they go into Ukraine, they do take a big risk. How does it work in practice? We saw that the UK Prime Minister Rishi Sunak floated this idea about uh, three weeks ago. How are you going to implement this? We already have a mega uh, uh, bench of uh, World Bank, which created special fund for Ukraine. Uh, war risk insurance named it sure they already collected uh, up to a uh, 50 uh, million uh, dollars in this fund which helps them to attract attention and attract uh, possible investment attention to the way that 
it's possible vehicle to uh, use this as a tool to protect investment in Ukraine. So uh, investor we are welcoming in Ukraine and we be able to protect investment in Ukraine. Okay, although you, have you had any conversations recently with, with companies? Have you had any international uh, reach out about this? Uh, there's still a lot of questions for some companies in terms of how this actually operates. Are you, are you in conversations with anyone over this? Yes, for sure. It's a constant conversation we have as a business. For example, we already created Business Compact, which included 500 companies from more than 40 countries, which uh, in a constant way communicate with Ukrainian governments, trying to understand what is a better way to invest, what is a better sphere for investment, what Ukraine sh can provide for, for uh, investment uh, guarantees, and for investment uh, protections. So we are uh, trying to implement all of these steps together with our international partners, proving that we, again and again, we can manage investment climate in Ukraine in a proper way. And, and of course, now let's switch into your budget needs, because it seems that for this year, obviously, you're good. But the question becomes about uh, 2024. Uh, obviously, you say you hope the war will end this year, but there's also a question mark about that. How are your macro numbers looking like in terms of the budget needs, but also where you see the economy going, inflation? Where do you see your projections? Uh, now, situation, uh, macro situation in Ukraine is quite stable. Uh, we managed to decrease the level of uh, inflation from 26.6 uh, to 15.3. We expect that GDP growth will be this year up to 3%. Also, uh, IMF uh, improves their forecast. They also expect it could be a growth from 1% to 3%. Um, another good signal that our budget running in, in a good way. We can collect as much taxes as it was pre-war time. So specifically for tax administration. So we try to do um, our homework and um, and also we try to attract uh, partners incentives to help Ukraine uh, in a way to cover our deficit needs for 2024. Now we have EU facility uh, program for Ukraine, which include 50 uh, billion euro program. And we would like to see other uh, G7 nations also step in and help Ukraine to cover uh, gap for 2024 specifically. And, and how big is that gap, sir? If I may just interrupt briefly in your numbers, if you don't get that, what's the gap that you project in 2024? Due to the fact that we uh, envisage that we still have, uh, have the same budget numbers for security and defense, for 2024, it means that our budget cap will be no less than in 2023. Okay, you make that clear. And of course, you still say uh, you're still hoping some of the Russian assets, but that's still a separate conversation will be used for this. But, sir, obviously, um, speaking of, of Russia, I know this is a delicate question, but I have to ask you, uh, there's a NATO summit next week. Your country is clearly expecting now a path to join NATO. Do you think this will happen? I am not uh, a person who can forecast uh, any decision, but I want to tell you that 86% uh, of Ukraine citizens are eager to be part of NATO. It's our choice. Also, President Zelensky mentioned that we expect our alliance will invite Ukraine to join. So this is my response to you. So we expecting some good signals from NATO.
that would come next week. Well, uh, sir, thank you so much, of course, for your time. And by the way, it does seem that today uh, President Zelensky will meet with President Erdogan in Turkey. And that was Sergei Marchenko, who is Ukraine's finance minister, joining us today uh, on Bloomberg. We appreciate your time. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival.